Wolf and Luke. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. All right, welcome back to the show. Uh, Wolf, I can I can say with confidence that our next guests, there is nobody better to talk to about the NFL draft. Legend. Then Mel Kuyper Jr., of course, ESPN NFL draft expert who joins us right now on the Arizona Sports Line. Mel, I know you're busy. Thank you for the time. How are you doing? And McShay just screamed at me. Tell him I'm the best. I just got that <laughs> word from McShay. <laughs> Mel, how are you doing, man? I'm great. Well, how are you guys doing out there in sunny, warm Phoenix? We're, we're loving we're, it. Yeah, we're loving the weather. We're, we're trying to figure out if there's a way we can we can get uh, draft picks and still get Will Anderson. Is there any <laughs> way that's possible in your mind? I don't, I, I'm hearing all this stuff about Houston now maybe moving out of two, which we're not taking a quarterback. I don't know what the deal is there when you have a C.J. Stroud or a Anthony Richardson, Will Levis, and you don't have a quarterback or you're going to wait till next year. Uh, Houston kind of baffles me a little bit, but they surprised us last year taking Derek Stingley Jr. over Sauce Gardner, and maybe they'll do it again, which would make Harry. Can you imagine if they took somebody other than a quarterback, how valuable that Arizona pick would be at three? Yes. Oh, my goodness. That would be incredible right there because we're assuming C.J. Stroud would drop down or maybe Bryce Young. Who's your best quarterback in this draft, Mel? It's Bryce Young uh, by just the slightest of margins because he got his weight over 192. About two months ago, I told McShay, I said, he's got to be 195 or higher for me to make him QB1. And he came in at 204. Now, we know that was a manufactured 204. He'll probably play at 190, 195, hopefully. But he at least he got it over 195 for that moment. But uh, he gets the slight edge. But it looks like he's going number one. It looks like you can write that in pen now that Bryce Young is going number one to Carolina, which kind of takes a lot of the mystery and intrigue away from that, because that's all you're hearing now, that that's kind of their decision has been made. Whether that's true or not, we'll find out. But that would mean that Houston normally would pencil in Stroud. But now they're saying, our insiders, Adam Schefter and Chris Mortensen are saying, hey, not so fast on that one, that that could be an interesting spot for a curveball. Now, they always say, hey, with Deshaun Watson's agent, same agent as C.J. Stroud, who knows how that impacts things, I don't know. But it wouldn't bother me. I'm taking the best player. If I need, if I need a quarterback, and he's my second highest rated quarterback or my number one quarterback which he could be and then you can maybe get Jackson Smith and Jigba his former teammate at wide receiver just like with Burrow and Chase and Tua and Waddle and Devontae and Hurts <laughs> you get that synergy quarterback to receiver they could do that but it looks like hey they may have a different idea in place. Mel Kuyper Jr. Uh, joining us right now Mel if that weird scenario played out where Houston didn't where Houston basically took Will Anderson I mean at that point the Cardinals have to trade the pick right there's nobody else that's worth considering there. Well, normally it will be Jalen Carter, but you know, with the character concern, I get that. Uh, then you say, okay, if we're going to just get a haul, we're going to get a haul back in return for the third pick, let's go ahead and trade that pick. I mean, Will Anderson Jr., say he were there, and you say, well, are we going to give up Will Anderson? If, if, say, two becomes a quarterback, whether it's Stroud or whether it's Anthony Richardson, that's what you hear a little bit, that maybe they'll audibleize the Anthony Richardson over Stroud, and that would still leave Will Anderson Jr. there. But, you know, I mean, Todd and I have talked about him, and Todd's the way special. I said, well, he's special as a kid, as a young man. Great girl on scale, 1 to 10 character-wise, he's a 20. He's not a special pass rusher, even though his sack numbers were through the roof two years ago. It's the stunts and the twists that they do at Alabama that freed him up. But uh, yeah, he's not explosive out of the blocks like Von Miller or Miles Garrett. He doesn't have the bend of those two. So I think he'll be a 10-sack-a-year guy, which will be great. There's no question you want 8 to 10 sacks from a guy. Hutchinson had 9 and a half sacks as a rookie with the Lions that were raving about his 
rookie year. So, uh, but I, he's not the 18, 15 to 18 sack a year guy. So that's where I think Will Anderson Jr. That's why I had him trading down and getting Tyree Wilson from Texas Tech, who I'm not as high on as Todd is. But at 11, a kid with that kind of athletic prowess and physical ability, if you coach him up, he would make sense at that point. Okay, Mel. Right now, Mel Kiper Jr. Right now, I'm going to ask you who who is the best football player in this draft football player only wolf it would be jalen carter uh from georgia defensive tackle um a guy that i'll tell you what he, uh, talk about football players, and, and guys are just ballers out there. De- Devin Witherspoon at Illinois is a heck of a corner. Uh, yeah, he just impresses you with his physicality, his ball skills, uh, just the way he plays the game. I mean, he just is just out there every week. He doesn't have a weakness, and he, he just consistent. He does everything. He's complete. I think Devin Witherspoon is hard to – and I don't like the corners because you never know. There's not Deion Sanders out there, you know. Mm-hmm. But I, I think certainly he's, uh, he's up there, and he's special. So Witherspoon to – me after he ran at 4-4. You know, he had a hamstring at the combine. Hamstring wasn't ready for his pro day. Pushed it to the last past week, ran a 4-4. So not super big, you know, for the cornerback spot. Christian Gonzalez, Oregon, is bigger. But I would think, you know, Carter Witherspoon would be two, on the defensive side of the ball, two of the best players in this draft. Talking to Mel Kuyper Jr., uh, Mel, obviously we're looking for ways for the Cardinals to be able to maximize that trade if they do it, and that means quarterback value. How much, in your mind, does Lamar Jackson's situation impact the top of this draft? really know. I, I was almost just going to say not at all because I, I'm here in Baltimore and all we keep hearing is they're stuck with each other. The Ravens and Lamar. Uh, you know, it's just, it's just been unfortunate the way this has played out. I mean, you know, Lamar's got fences to mend in that locker room with those players. This organization made him an, an offer. I thought it was very fair. He didn't take it. Then they were going to give him the exclusive franchise tag. Well, he wasn't going to be here necessarily for OTAs and, and maybe just come in for the start of training camp. Not really try to learn Todd Monken's offense during the offseason like they wanted him to. And they said, okay, we'll give you the non-exclusive tag for $32.5 million. So right there you're talking about $12.5 million in that differential. So to make him happy, I don't know how, first of all, I don't know how he's happy coming. If he wasn't going to be happy at 45, he's going to be happy at 32 and a half. So to try to make him happy, then try to get him incentives for a one-year deal up to close to 45, which would be more than Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen have, and only $1 million less than Deshaun Watson has. So and what I don't understand, guys, is why Lamar Jackson just didn't take the exclusive franchise tag, live with it, be happy with it, and, and just go out and have a great year and, and see what happens next year. The legendary Mel Kuyper Jr. joining us here on the Wolf and Luke Show. Okay, Mel, what are the deepest positions in the draft? Tight end is loaded, Wolf. Tight end is the position that I would say is the deepest. Cornerback is very deep uh, as well. Uh, the other positions, it's not a good draft overall. Uh, you know, it's a, it, that doesn't mean you can't come out of this seven-round draft with some really good players and have an A-plus draft. You can. You just got to pick the right guys. And I said about, a, about three months ago, if you come out of this draft, if we're looking back five years from now, and we look back at this draft and we give the Arizona Cardinals an A or a B grade, give the scouts a raise because they would have earned it because this is a tricky year with a lot of guys who have question marks. It's hard to separate certain guys from position, hard to find guys at certain spots to fill out a top 100, uh, you let alone a top 200. I think I got to 60 guys and I'm struggling. So uh, it is a draft where you got to really hope your scouts have really done their job and, and earned uh, yeah, every uh, cent because this is a tricky draft. This is one of the, the, I think it's one of the toughest drafts to evaluate I've done in a long time. Who's the best blocking tight end in the draft? 
uh, Michael Mayer and Darnell, I think potentially Darnell Washington, I would say from Georgia, could be. He's a freak. Uh, some people even may be looking at him as an offensive tackle, okay, because <laughs> of his size. So, uh, you know, remember, we've had a lot of tight ends transition to offensive tackle in the NFL over the years. So, uh, you know, Andy Heck being one of them. Um, so I think that's a guy that I would say, boy, you know, people say, why didn't he catch more passes? Well, you got Brock Bowers, who was a phenom as a freshman, is only a sophomore this year, will be a draft eligible guy next year out of Georgia. That's why I didn't catch more passes, but uh, he's a uh, he's a match, matchup nightmare. So he would be the guy. Michael Mayer would be right there as well from Notre Dame. Mel, who's a guy you like in this draft? It doesn't have to be at the top of the draft, but just a guy you think somebody's going to get a steal with. I'll tell you what. Uh, I like Marvin Mims Jr., the wide receiver at Oklahoma. I think he's an underrated guy. He caught a ton of balls in high school, prolific there, goes to Oklahoma. He's going to go to Stanford. He committed to Stanford, and he ran 4-4 at the Combine. He's a 39 vertical guy, caught the ball in traffic, contested throws, could beat you deep, take the top off the defense, love the kid. I think if you can get him in the late second, early to mid-third round, he's one of those guys I would jump at. And I'll give you a sleeper as a receiver late, T.J. Luther out of guard. Gardner Webb, formerly of Wofford, kick return guy at Wofford. Then he runs a four four at six foot and change one eighty. Had phenomenal games against Coastal Carolina and Liberty this year. Uh, he's a nice late rounder, priority free agent that a lot of people haven't heard about. That I think has a chance to make an NFL roster. Okay, Mel, who's the baddest man in this draft? I hear I'm talking about somebody that will drive you into the ground. Who who is that dog? That you've seen Ooh, on uh, Jordan Reed, who does a great job at ESPN, about, he, he brought up uh, De- Deontay Banks at Maryland, the corner, who is just an aggressive, tough, physical corner who will do exactly that. I think when you look at the top of the board, uh, you know, certainly Jalen Carter will, but I think when you look at, at uh, Joey Porter Jr. corner and the Deontay Banks, they will do that. I'll tell you, you look at the, and I always look at linebackers. Who's going to be the tough, the old Mike man? Who's going to be the tough throwback linebacker that can give you exactly that? Uh, I think Trenton Simpson is more than just a throwback. He's an all-around guy. He could have played any way, any any decade, any era. <laughs> Trenton Simpson from Clemson, 4-4 guy, physical, played off ball, played outside, got after the quarterback, covers running backs, tight ends. I think Trenton Simpson from Clemson may be one of the more underrated standouts in this draft. Mel, great stuff as always, man. We Thank appreciate you, the insight. Thank you. You guys are the best. I appreciate it. Call anytime. Right. Take care, guys. You, See you, Wolf. Thank you, man. That's uh, Mel Kuyper Jr. joining us right there on the Arizona Sports Line. He said, right, uh, Bryce Young to Carolina down in Penn. And so I literally did.